This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Now it's time to expand your horizons with your hosts Colin and Stu, who will introduce you to new music, films, books and places on Plains FM 96.9. that I played that Sweeper to start with giving you ran the wrong slider Cole I know we couldn't hear anything for a few seconds I know just put me on Stu I'm just <laughs> trying to work out what's going on next I had no idea what was going on I thought nah, we were doing another one we are <laughs> but I'm just trying to find it on the computerising machine to be fair Colin you did have two things to do before no, that's right <laughs> and I couldn't do either in the background, you can hear Jet Fighter with their hit three o'clock. Hmm? No, it's three o'clock with their hit oh, Jet, Jet Fighter. Other way around. And you could probably do a countback on how, <laughs> how many minutes of wasted through us making a mistake <laughs> and then be talking about it afterwards. That's right. Yes, we do it live and you can tell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's got live written all over it. But, as we always say, if you think you can do better, then come into Plains of Come and have a go if you think yeah. you're hard enough. Do your own show. Yeah, that's and right. And do it live. That's right. Week in, week out. We double dare you, double, triple dare you. Double, triple dare you. Expanding Horizons. Good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. You are back with Stu and Cole and Stu sliding away over there. There you go, and slip sliding away there on the desk. <laughs> yeah, I'm going good. You're going, going good. You're going all right. Have a good morning. Yeah, just the, just the normal sort of cruisy Saturday. Yeah. Love a cruisy Saturday. It's all right. After working so hard during the week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, this week, Stu, I was so tired, right? And um, I got How home. tired were you? Oh, I was like so tired. <laughs> I was like really tired yeah. that I couldn't even get out of my seat to walk to the car to go home to be tired. Oh, wow. So, oh. so did someone just wheel you out? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, someone just, they just carried me out and then dumped me in the front seat. I was just like, this week, I, I don't know what it has been. The excitement of last week's show and, you know, I just never got over it. Or and uh, yeah, All that energy you expended doing the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And if you want to hear the energy expansion of me and Stu on last week's show, you can go to planesfm.org.nz and um, feel the vibe, feel the passion that is Expanding Horizons mm. every Saturday. Yeah, because we do the show like we're on a treadmill, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you feel like a gerbil or a hamster running around, Stu? Yeah, well, we need it to get this board going sometimes, don't we? <laughs> That's right. Sometimes mm. it needs a little bit of a, a kick or a punch or a slap. <laughs> anyway, so, yep, planesfm.org.nz. That's mm. where you'll find our shows and a whole list of other wonderful shows that are on Planes FM, right? Mm. Yeah, because Planes FM, you might have heard the idea, it's diverse and it's different. Yeah, that's right, it is. Mm. And so are we. And so are we, yeah. In many ways. Yeah. So, um, right. But no same think here, right? No, I was just going to say, <laughs> when we're talking about the hamster and the gerbil on the wheel, yeah. it will, you know, like it's running, going nowhere, running on the spot. 
looking at the same view. It's like the same old jokes when people <laughs> tune in. They go, oh, it's that joke again. Mm. Must be on the treadmill. Mm. Yeah, all comes yeah. around everyone. We spin the chocolate wheel and see which joke we're going to tell. <laughs> yeah, we did that one time, spinning the wheel. <laughs> yeah, we did, we did do that one. That was a good show. That was some time ago. Yeah, what was that for? Was that a th- 200th thought? No, yeah. 100th. Yeah, it might have been. That would be some time remember, ago. Can't remember. At all. Anyway. At all. So today, yeah. there's a few tracks on here that people might know, might not know, but they're all from Australia. Here we go. And g'day, mate. G'day, mate. <laughs> for all the Australians out there, mm. or people who like Australian music. Yep. Um, but some of them you might not have heard, and some of them you know the band, but you never heard the track. And um, yeah, so we're so mixing we're it up a bit. Yep. Yeah. And some earlier stuff from ones who are later famous. And it's good to um, play some Aussie music because Australian music has had a lot of influence here. Yeah, right. It really has. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean it's it's good stuff. Mm. You know, I'm Mm. not. We're not talking about the. uh, the terribleness of John Farnham or anything like that. (laughs) What's wrong with John Farnham? He had rock star hair, (laughs) like me. He certainly (laughs) did have hair. He's the voice. Try and understand it. Nice. Anyway, but so this first band. Mm-hmm. Is a band called Nursery Crimes, mm-hmm. and um, I love the name. It's great, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I first saw Nursery Crimes when they were supporting the Fireballs, mm. so they were on tour together. Not um, sign of the Fireballs. No, not sign <laughs> of the Fireballs. <laughs> and no, <laughs> I can't. I can't go anywhere near that now. Can I? <laughs> no, the band, the Psychobilly band, we've played them right. before. And, yeah, we um, have. I'm just being silly. Come no, on. I know you are. And um, anyway, this band was supporting them mm. on their um, something like Kill Your Heroes tour. It was fantastic. That's was it the great, Pineapple Hotel? Great tour name, great hotel name. Yeah, the Pineapple Hotel is a great <laughs> hotel in, um, from my memory, it's in Wollongabba. Right. Near the Gabba Hotel, mm-hmm. uh, near um, the Gabba Cricket Ground. Okay. And... Um, Near the, I, near the banana works. Near the banana works. Near the man, <laughs> near the mango shop. Yeah. But um, so the bit I remember about this is that um, I watched Nursery Crimes. They were fantastic. I was like, wow, they were mm. amazing. And then when the when um, oh, the psychobilly, I can't remember the name. The fireballs were on stage. <laughs> Sorry. I remember. That's right. Um, him sticking his the guitar neck up into the ceiling and let the guitar hang there while he played it. It was great. And then talking to the bass player later because he just was like in the crowd and he came over and had a sit down and had a chat and it was great. Mm. So anyway, this is pretty fast paced. And Is that the name of the song? No, All Torn Up Inside oh, right. is okay. the name of the track. And you're listening to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. Sad blue, there's nothing I can say 
That's right. You are back on Expanding Horizons with Stu and Cole. And we're doing the All-Australian show today. Mm-hmm. And that was died pretty with their track Stone Age Cinderella, which was one of their That's early cool. tracks. It was great, wasn't it? Mm. Super catchy. Yep. And super catchy and super pacey before that was Nursery Crimes with their track All Torn Up yeah. Inside. With uh, a lot of New Zealand bands, of course, when they made it here, they transitioned to Australia. Like that was the big market, ends, I suppose. Ends and Dragon, and then they became Australian bands. Yeah, that's funny, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I half understand it right, because it was probably easier to get larger exposure, especially if you were then transitioning to the States, like Split Ends tried to do in particular. And, yeah. and they had some success. But a Crowded House, in a way, were probably more known as an Australian band yeah. than a Kiwi band. Kiwi band, yeah. yeah. That is interesting, that big mm. market, because I mean, we've seen that, you know, Lisa Crawley went mm. across to, from Auckland to Melbourne, didn't she? Yeah. yeah before yeah. she went to LA. Mm. And um, I, I guess that, you know, Australia's more radio stations, bigger, bigger target market, mm. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then, because, I mean, the bands in Australia, if they want to make it, depending on their musical genre style, they'll either go to the UK, mm. go-betweens, for example, yep. um, or they'll go to the US. Mm. I don't know who, but, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if it happens as much today with, like, New Zealand artists, because I think Lords maintained her identity. But maybe it's easier if you're a solo artist, yeah. right? But, uh, yeah, I think you do whatever you can to make it right. And you, once you've made it, then you can say, well, actually, we're from here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think. So you do, you do what you can. That doesn't affect, affect your integrity that much. And, cool. I, and I, I, you know, some of those members of um, Split Ends and Dragon potentially were Australian anyway. Yeah, right. Various iterations. I don't know for sure. Well, I mean, Can't there's remember. a lot of people coming backwards and forwards across mm. the ditch, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, that's right. I remember um, in the late 80s, driving through Sydney and um, just some back street. I think I got lost driving. And then there was the Valaines just standing right. there taking, having a photo shoot in the street. I was like, my gosh, that's the Valaines. See, you really have seen everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was just, and we, I remember going, Valaines! And they're like, hi. Mm. Just waving as you mm. drive past. You know, I was like, wow, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I met uh, Mark Hunter from Dragon. Oh, yeah. So he, he came into a Pizza Hut restaurant I was working at. Oh, really? Yeah, well, his brother was uh, area manager. I probably told this story. So, yeah, they, they were in there. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think it was Mark Hunter, one of the Hunter brothers. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's interesting, mm. that whole, they borrow, it's the same with actors, I think, isn't it? Mm. There's, um, there's a lot of New Zealand actors in Australia. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, is Deborah Gibney a New Zealander? Yeah. And then, but they, they play those... They really play a good Australian character. Mm. Well, I think. What, what was that series where they were? It was kind of set in the outback, I guess. There was a whole lot of women. There was New Zealand heap of New Zealand actors in that. Yeah, right. Someone's okay. daughters. Oh, like McLeod's. Yeah, McLeod. <laughs> I remember my mum watching that. Yeah, yeah McLeod's. McLeod's daughters. Yeah, it was pretty pop. It was popular here. Yeah, very very popular. And mm. um, I mean, I was going to say something else about. Sorry. No, no, no. That's all right. Mm. But yeah, I mean. What's it? Oh, well, you g- there's the there's there's the famous New Zealand comedian Billy T. James, Fred Fred Dagg. Yeah, yeah. Now he went to Australia, right? Yep. And did. Australians think he's Australian. Mm. I know yeah. he's passed away now, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah no. and Australians they thought he was Australian, right? And he yeah. was the perfect John 
John, John Clark. John Clark. Yeah. You know, and he did lots of stuff around the Olympics in Australia, mm. just leading up to that. You he know. did a bit of radio too, didn't he? Th- yeah, he, he did. did radio over there. Yeah. yeah and, um, but mm. Australians didn't realise he was a New Zealander. Mm. Mm. Or they would even done anything over here. Yeah, sure. Because nothing over here existed in Australia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Australian kind of psyche. Yeah, well, and I guess for actors, comedians here, musicians as well, they've got to go where the work is. You know. Absolutely, they do. Mm. Yeah, you've got to, um, if you want to further your career, a yeah. bigger market, I guess. And especially, that, I think that was the case during the 70s, 80s and 90s. You yeah. Know, today, you can, with the internet being what it is, you can you can be wherever, I guess, yeah. if you can get your music out there. But um, yeah, with TV and, and film, yeah, yeah. the Australian um, industry, broadcast industry is, of course, bigger than ours here. And I was going to say, I think some of the, I was just thinking about the go-betweens, you know, like they went from mm. Brisbane to, to London when they but they struggled there because you know there's a different mm. mu- music scene mm. there even though the press were like this is amazing stuff and then back in Brisbane people were like who oh, I don't even know who they are yeah. and then so the England band English bands they would go to the United States well they'd either make it or not make it mm. Mm. you know and um, so everyone's looking aren't they yeah, that they step are. ahead for that next next big thing kind of thing that's all well, it's the same with the back with the Beatles and the Stones they didn't think they would, they'd make it until they made it in the US yes that's right yeah. Mm. yeah which is crazy and then really you know when I was watching that um, TV series documentary the Laurel Canyon mm-hmm. you know they were all saying about how they're influenced by the Beatles yeah and the Beatles were listening to them mm. so they were kind of feeding back on themselves right yeah, for sure listening for to sure. each other yeah 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 speaking of listening Want to have a track? Let's do some more. All right. So um, these next two. So the first one is Ghost Ships by the Saints. So talking of Brisbane bands, Mm -hmm. um, out of Brisbane, late 70s, like probably, I don't know if people would disagree, but probably the greatest punk band Australia produced, the the Saints and um, Know Your Product and um, Stranded, which I've read other artists go, this is the greatest punk song ever, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So... They were out of Brisbane, and um, I'll tell you a story about that later. And the next one is Ed Cooper. And, of course, Ed Cooper was in The Saints. Right. But this is Ghost Ships, which is one of their later ones, which I quite like. It's quite soft. It's not as long as you like it. Yeah, well, that's all right. <laughs> and anyway, um, this is The Saints from Brisbane with Ghost Ships, and you're on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM.
Expanding Horizons. You are back on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9 with Stu and Cole and the wickedness of all these Australian tracks, <laughs> mate. And that was Ed Cooper and The Yard Goes On Forever. Now there is a band name that you will not replicate. Yeah, I had to double check that one. Yeah. In case you were setting me up. No, no, that is the actual name of the band. The Yard Goes On Forever. And there was that... There was the track, Nothing Changes in My House. Mm. And of course, those two, that track and the Saints Ghost Ships track are linked because Ed Cooper was in the Saints as well. Right. Yep. And that was his... And I mean, Ed Cooper has done a lot of solo stuff since sure. the Saints broke up. But I quite like that Ghost Ships. Mm. It's kind of, you know, it's got a bit of orchestral in it. And it does. I was going to make a joke, but I've forgotten. I forgot it. No, did you? But good. anyway. Um, good. <laughs> You're going to say good. <laughs> what I was going to say, though, is ghost ships have been in the news since they found um, Shackleton's endurance. Have they? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. It's not really a ghost ship because no, a ghost ship technically, I guess, is still floating with no one on it. Yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, they found uh, endurance. Oh, but uh, whenever you see the footage of shipwrecks you know, or ships that they found out of the sea, it's very eerie, isn't it? Yeah. Very, yeah. very eerie feeling. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's um, kind, of, kind of creepy. It's like a house where it's just been left there mm. and everyone. Mm. I was watch, I was just going to say, um, that made me think, I was, I was watching a American Pickers episode where this couple had bought a house, mm. an enormous house, and everything was still in it. And on the beds, like it, it, had been, it had been vacated for 10 years. Wow. On the beds were suitcases that were half packed. Mm. Clothes were in the wardrobes. Right. The whole house. They just left and left it. So you think to yourself, what happened to those people? They went to Mexico. They went to Mexico, <laughs> yeah. And um, Either that or they're out in the desert somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens could have got them. <laughs> There's that too. Could have got them. I mean, the house was falling apart, right? Yeah, yeah. There were trees growing in there and the roof had fallen in and sure. it was leaking. But you walk into a bedroom and the bedroom yeah. is how the person had left it, you know, with their clothes half packed. That's scary stuff. And in the stable, mm. in the stable was a DeLorean. Right, and it gets better because they they were like, "Wow, can we drive that one?" They said, "No, but you can drive the one in the garage." And he goes, "You got another one?" He goes, "Yeah." There were two of them in the on the property. Holy, two Lord. DeLoreans, wow. and I think there was how many was made? Like a thousand? Not many, not many at all. No. And actually, I know mm. from uh, a little birdie that our friend Miranda Easton and Jono mm. owned a DeLorean. <laughs> they had it imported. That's crazy. And then drove it around. Drove it to shows, a DeLorean. I ask you, the things, the things <laughs> that people do, and the people we know, Stu. Anyway, so yeah, Shackleton's Shackleton's yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything else about it. No, no, that's good. That's it's a little bit of a taster. People should get mm. along there and have a read about that and see yeah, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But um, so we just played two two bands mm. from Brisbane, right? Mm. Should we play a third band from Brisbane? Sure. And maybe I'll remember my joke. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers and crossed, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we want to hear it. But um, so this is probably, in my opinion, one of the great bands out of Brisbane, the Go-Betweens. Right. Yeah. And, um, and we've played them before. Yeah, we yeah, have, yeah, haven't yeah. we? They're wonderful, right? And, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know. In fact, I think we played them on our True Tone record show. I think we might have done because they yeah. were on True Tone. Mm. Yeah, back, way back. Well, that yeah. would make sense. Yeah, that we did that. that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, so we, gonna, we got it right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've played them before, though. Yeah, we have. Because we played Catelyn Kane before, because mm-hmm. that's such a wonderful song. And um, But anyway, so right here, because you are right here on Expanding <laughs> Horizons, listening to us on Plains FM, and this is The Go-Betweens, and we're doing our Australian show, Across the Ditch show. All right. 
room darker, the moon's almost gone. No one asleep, I see hours going on. I travel and travel, they look back. The ocean behind me is waning too black. Spirits breathing in, it's Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. It's back. We are back. And that was the Wet Taxis with Sailor's Dream, which got a nice big brass section in that. And another, uh, that's quite a cool name for a band too. Wet Taxis? Yeah, they would have just said, what do we call ourselves? Yeah. Well, look at that taxi outside, it's wet. Wet. Wet Taxis. Let's do that. <laughs> and I think they were on Greasy Pop Records out of Adelaide. <laughs> Greasy Pop. I think that's what called, out of Adelaide. And before that, we had the go-betweens right here, who initially were on Able Label. I'm just saying, if you've got an <laughs> Able Label one, mm-hmm. it's worth a lot of money. Right. Get it, get it. It's got um, Lee Remick on it. It's wonderful. Right. It's the um, the first go-between single. Anyway, so a lot of stuff we've been talking about across the ditch stuff. You want mm. to talk a little bit TV. Oh, well, you? you know, we've had a lot of Australian TV here, and big series like The Young Doctors and we talked about McLeod's Daughters before oh yeah um, Neighbours of course Home and Away they've been staples yeah of New Zealand TV huge yeah. following um, yeah that's right Blue Healers oh yeah Blue Healers um, you know comedy shows like uh, Kath and Kim I was going to say Mal and Kim but that's <laughs> <laughs> no that's the dance that's the music group yeah, yeah Kath yeah, and Kim you know um, and, and I mean, Kath and Kim mm. had a lot of Australian comedians in it, yeah. who were widely respected in other areas. Mm. You know, and uh, of course, uh, wildly popular for a time was 
old what's his name who did Jonah from Tonga. Um, oh yeah, you know um, Summer Heights High. Summer Heights High. Yeah, guy. yeah. I can't remember his name. Chris, Chris someone is yeah, it? Yeah, Chris someone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, always on New Zealand TV, we've had Aussie programs. And I guess yeah. that um, they see it as a similar market. It's probably cheap mm. yep. to send it across. Mm. And they've got New Zealand actors in it and, yep. and that kind of thing, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, more contemporary, Married at First Sight Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is just horrible. Yeah, it's, it's a terrible, terrible program. It's a terrible concept, I think. Yeah, it is. They just find the worst people. Oh, right? yeah, 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 that's right. And, yeah, what the producers tell them to be like, uh, you know, you can just see. You can just see because sometimes they go through, yeah, I watch the show from time to time. Some They go through um, some character swings. Right. You know. It's a real train crash, isn't it? It is really. I mean, they, it's an experiment and they want, people to end up together but I think the success rate is about 5% of right. couples who've been on there that's a lot there's a lot <laughs> of money time expended into mm. 5% isn't there well really they want them to fail that, yeah, because that's the honest truth that's where the viewing is isn't it yeah that's right there's conflict in that yeah. there's, there's when n- they have those big parties and everyone gets together and starts slinging off about who yeah, says something to someone yeah give them lots of alcohol and yeah. sparks fly and that makes good TV otherwise what you know if everyone was happy families, then... Uh, I'll be watching it, wouldn't yeah, I? that's not interesting. No, that's right. Hey. Yeah, You've got to have goodies and baddies. It's reality TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. That, terrible. That's something they've bought from the United States, isn't it? Uh, yeah, either US or UK. Yeah. Well, yeah. The BBC do a lot of making series and then selling mm, mm. selling them off as a package, really, don't they? Yeah. As a franchise yep. around yep. the world. And I was going to say that... Um, Back in the 80s in Australia, the game shows. Oh, yeah. So Family Feud, Wheel of Fortune. Sale of the Century. Sale of the Century. There's the one with the suitcases where they have to um, pick how much is in it. Oh, Price is Right. Price is Right, yeah. Was there Jeopardy? Yeah, Jeopardy, I think, in Australia as well. Mm. And they also have a version of that, beat the you know, the very smart person. The Chase. The Chase, yeah. yeah they've got the all Chase those, haven't they? Yeah. And the same four people run all those shows. <laughs> I was Interesting. I was a couple of weeks ago. I just I was watched the TV was left on and it was Saturday morning and Gordon Ramsay was hosting a game show. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was some sort of balancey thing in the middle. Is this elaborate set? They had to answer some questions and then they got to put weights. I guess the, if the whole thing tipped over, they were out. I don't know. But he was not swearing. <laughs> he oh, was, okay. He was friendly and nice. But I was like, what are you, you doing? sure it was him or someone else? That was him. What are yeah. you doing hosting a game, game show? show? yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, that's strange. It's just, you know, doesn't he do enough TV? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> doesn't he have enough restaurants? Yep, not enough. Enough cookbooks? There's never enough. There's never enough for him, is there? <laughs> they must be paying him silly money. And talking to TV. money. Talking to TV, but mm. also movies, I mean... Going from New Zealand to Australia was, um, oh, what's the... Uh, Russell Crowe? No. no. I was talking about the, the movie um, about the dog, Fruit Flats. Oh, yeah. Huge in Australia. Really? Huge, enormous. Really? Right? Such a bad movie. Yeah, so Sorry. big, so big, so big. Mm. And then I guess you might have had um, Paul Hogan. Oh, Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee yeah. and Massive. the castle. Yep. And the dish. 
and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yep, yep. And Muriel's Wedding. Muriel's Wedding, yes. That was another one, wasn't uh, it? And that one that Russell Crowe was in where he was a skinhead. Oh, Romper Stomper. Romper Stomper. Yep, that was yeah. pretty popular. Yeah, Romper Stomper. He was yeah. good in that too. He was pretty, good, uh, yeah. That's yeah. before he um, decided to eat 12 pies a day, <laughs> every well, day. I think that was po- po- potentially post-Gladiator that he started uh, doing that. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. right. Because anyway. he was also in a film with Sharon Stone. Was he? Yeah, it was a Western. I forget what it was called. It was terrible. Oh, I think I even might know that one. Mm. Yeah. Quick and the Dead, maybe? Quick and the Dead, that's it. Yeah, because she saw him in Romper Stomper. Really? Yeah. Right and fault. I like, I'll have a bit of Russell. A bit of a right wing fascist <laughs> in my cowboy movie. That'll yeah. do the job. <laughs> well, they were big in those days. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sharon Stone. And, <laughs> no, uh, fascist. In no, the, fascist. Yeah. In the wild, wild west. In the wild, wild west. Right, we've got another track. <laughs> what a load of nonsense. We've got another track. Now, you're talking to maths. Mm. So this is hundreds of collectors talking to a stranger. Because <laughs> that's what that's about. This is, I, if it's not their first single, it's one of the first singles. And it was wildly overlooked until, you know, later on in their career when they... Right. And I'll talk to you about that later. Okay. But anyway, Hunters and Collectors, we're talking to a stranger and you're on Expanding Horizons.
expanding horizons, offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. Yeah. <laughs> 
Stu and Cole on Expanding Horizons. We're an eclectic mix. I'm just going to say, Stu, I love the guitar hum at the <laughs> yeah. end of that. And I'm impressed too. We waited for it. We waited, we waited for it. Wait. That drum. We waited, <laughs> waited, waited. Yeah. <laughs> it was coming. It was coming. And that was the scientists with We Had Love. That's cool. I like that. That was track. great, wasn't it? Yeah. And before that, we had Hunters. The Hunters. The Hunters. The Hunters with one of their earlier tracks, Talking to a Stranger. And I was mm. just going to say, I was telling you off air, Stu. I'm going to mm. tell the story now. Yep, do it, do it, do it. That when I lived in Australia... And um, so lived in Beenleigh, which is south of Brisbane, and they had a um, rum distillery, right? Mm-hmm. Which was largely just, you know, they sugar cane area, made rum. They had a bar, which was just your normal bloodbath on a Friday night with a whole <laughs> load of Ford, Falcon, Holden yep. Commodore driving yobbos going down there in their flannelette shirts drinking rum and cokes. Anyway, <laughs> but every now and again, mm. they'd get a band in. And so I saw the Hunters, Hunters and Collectors in 1986, it would have been, down there. Mm -hmm. And fantastic, right? So, I mean, that Hunters and Collectors track there was probably 84, I reckon. So this was before they were well known. So the place wasn't busy at all. And um, I remember that they had a single they'd released called um, Throw Your Arms Around Me, right? And during the gig, he goes, oh, you know, we're going to play this song now. And um, we've had to re-release it because um, Neil Finn had been on stage and I'm pretty sure he'd been on stage either with Crowded House and done it or with someone like Pearl Jam and done it. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. people had suddenly gone, that is an amazing song, and he said, well, it's not mine. Mm. It's Hunters and Collectors. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly all these people were interested in this song, which was, they said they had to re-release it. And, I mean, the Hunters then not went on to become, you know, the rock icons, I guess, that they are and... Um, but for me, talking to a stranger, it's just, I find it suffocating in ways when I listen to it, but it's got a great, right. great bass line and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very good. That's cool. Very yeah. cool. And I also saw the oils there, been the right. oil there, and wow. I also saw Paul Kelly and the Coloured Girls there. Wow. So, and he was selling the story, Paul Kelly, that, you know, when they went to America, mm. the, the Americans just did not get the Coloured Girls bit. No. You know, all no. white men, they yeah. did not get the humour in that right. at all. Mm. So, anyway, so yeah, so there you go. Saw them there at the Beanley Rum Story. Brilliant. So it was great. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So I've been listening to some Australian tracks, haven't we? Yeah. And they've been great. They've been good, haven't mm. they? You know, and um, some of that stuff in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. So Fantastic. Right. <clears throat> right, we, it's probably about time we got out of here. Really. Yeah, yeah, we should do, shouldn't we? Yep. And um, thanks, everyone, and um, we'll catch you next week. Probably time we got up. And got down. And got outside. And we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.